0: What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 12 of On Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. No Tigers game to discuss, not a whole lot in terms of current events to discuss. I will say, if you're somebody who has tickets or plans for opening day, you might want to look into changing those. The closer we get to opening day, the more the possibility of fans not being allowed to these games is increasing and I think that's unfortunate you've already seen it in college basketball but I think we're going to see it here pretty soon in Major League Baseball as well pending something drastic so we'll see how that plays out but since there's an off day I want to use this episode and this platform to talk about something that I I don't think I've fully elaborated on completely on my Twitter page and I've been hesitant to talk about it and that is my definitive stance regarding the Houston Astros cheating scandal. I've been hesitant to talk about this. This has been a a difficult journey to navigate through because there is a personal element to this, and I'll have to explain what that is. Look, a lot of people think that my adoration of the Houston Astros began right around 2018 when I was making a lot of videos talking about them. That's not true. I mean if you've been following me since 2015, you know that I've been uh, appreciative and have been a fan of this organization for a long time. I appreciated how they built up their farm system. I think their rebuild was was masterfully put together. I like their manager. This was a likable baseball team that did a whole lot of things right. And I enjoyed watching them and have over these last several seasons. So I was I'm not gonna act like I wasn't in denial about a whole lot of these allegations. I really was because I loved watching this baseball team go to work. I got more enjoyment out of watching the Houston Astros than any other team in sports over the last couple years. And what's come out about them has been extremely disheartening. And there are opinions that I had for a while here that have been changed. I know we live in this culture where everything is written down or everything is caught on camera, and people seem to be under the impressions that if you have a take about something right away, that isn't subject to change. And they tweet that Twitter account, the the old takes ex- exposed, which is something I've done as well, more so as a joke. But the thing is with opinions, opinions are fluid, and opinions can change over time the more information that comes out. And My opinions about what's happened with Houston and their punishment has changed, and I'm going to talk about that. Now, I will say when the punishment was originally handed down, the punishment originally being losing first and second round draft picks, Hinch and Lunao suspended for a year. They've since been fired. I remember thinking, okay, that's fair. I've changed my stance on that, and this is going to be difficult on a personal level to talk about because I have had over these last several years— some wonderful interactions with fans and even media members, people who cover Houston sports uh, on on social media. It's been an absolute joy. It's been so much fun. The support that that fan base has shown towards what I do has been remarkably humbling. And the plan for a long time was to try to get down to Houston at some point this summer when they play the Tigers. And that's up in the air right now. After this podcast, I might not be allowed in the city. So that's unfortunate. And it it, stu- it sucks because I, I am somebody who is under the belief that you don't have to make enemies on here. And I'm not trying to make enemies. I'm not trying to have anyone go after my head. Uh, there may have been a time where I invited that type of conflict, uh, I don't anymore because I find that really unfulfilling and unsatisfying and anxiety-inducing. And, and I hope that uh, if there's a Houston fan or Houston fans who have supported what I've talked about or have supported my content, I hope that they'll continue to despite the fact that I'm probably going to have a very different opinion than what you want me to have. The big centerpiece the big argument behind all this whole punishment has been whether or not the Astros should have their 2017 championship taken away now i have some experience with this and originally i was against removing their championship because I've, I've just always, in general, felt like the notion, the idea of taking a championship away or vacating wins is kind of a silly thing. I think the comparison that Colin Cowherd, who I'm split on, but I, I thought this was a fair comparison, He he's always said, it's like having vacation photos and saying you never went on vacation. Like, you still have the photos, you have the memories, you got the tan, you had the drinks, and yet there's people saying, no, no, that, that never happened. Didn't count. So I, I was always kind of against it. And I also have personal experience with this for people who follow me on twitter i am a massive university of michigan sports fan and in 2013 michigan had their best ncaa tournament run in decades they made it to the national championship game with this unbelievable team, an amazing run. To this day, my favorite sports team of all time, the 2012-2013 Michigan Wolverines men's basketball team, and they lost in the national championship game to Louisville in one of the best college basketball games I've ever seen. It was a spectacular ball game. And it came out a few years later that Louisville had cheated, recruiting violations, you know, there were strippers involved, paying for stuff, paying for strippers, it was it was a mess, and their, their wins... And their championship was vacated. And as someone who was a fan of the team that finished second, I got no comfort out of that at the time. I still had the pain of what it felt like to lose that game. I know the players did too. I saw red, white, and black confetti coming down instead of maize and blue confetti at that basketball stadium in Georgia. And so I got no solace out of knowing that the team that beat Michigan cheated. I got no comfort out of that. It still felt like Michigan finished second. And that's kind of the biggest reason why for the longest time I've been so against the idea of taking away wins because it doesn't do anything for the teams that came up short. But what I've come to realize over time is that taking away wins and taking away championships is not about making the teams that finish second or third feel better. It's about maintaining the integrity of the sport, and looking at it through that point of view, I have changed my opinion on this, and I do believe that the Houston Astros should have their 2017 World Series Championship removed, and I understand there is a more personal element to the Houston Astros World Series Championship than almost any other championship. There was This was right after Hurricane Harvey. This was a team that inspired a city and and brought a lot of people together and provided a lot of people with hope during hard times. It's very similar to when the New Orleans Saints won the Super Bowl a few years after Hurricane Katrina. I understand all of that. And I know that there's going to be a lot of Houston Astros fans who are going to be upset hearing me say this, and I know that there already are a lot of upset Houston Astros fans who have who have heard the, the think pieces and read the articles about people who have been adamant that this team's World Series championship be taken away. And look, you're going to stand up for your team. And, and I know those fans have wonderful memories about that baseball team that will last their lifetime. But my advice to them, if they're going to take it, is that in all honesty, they should feel just as victimized as any Dodgers or Yankees or Red Sox fans should. Because they lied to you more than anybody else they made you believe that this was some upstart young likable team that was doing things the right way and was inspiring a city and this is going to be the harshest thing i'm probably going to say it was all a lie they made a mockery of the game you love and they cheated and and you know what it is very possible that other teams were cheating as well and if it comes out that they were give them the, the as harsh a punishment as you possibly can. And, and if it comes out that more teams were doing it, screw them too. Two wrongs do not make a right in this case. So overall, as difficult as it is to say, I have changed my opinions on this. And I do think, and it won't happen. That's the other thing. It'll never happen. They're never going to reopen the investigation. But I completely understand people's frustrations and sympathize with the people who believe that this team is, has been able to maintain a championship and hold on to a championship that they truly didn't earn. All right, when I come back, I want to talk about how the Astros have handled this situation over these most recent couple months. And I also want to talk about some of the misconceptions regarding some of the defenses towards the Houston Astros and why they should have kept their 2017 World Series championship. I'll be right back in a second. Okay, we're back. And the one thing I do want to address... And I think that this is a fair point is that I think some people need to do a little bit more research here as of now, based on what's come out, the evidence that's come out and this MLB investigation, which to me has been completely flubbed. And the evidence that's since been leaked out since the investigation concluded has shown that this thing was a complete farce, but solely based on the facts that have been provided, it is unfair to say that the Houston Astros of 2018 and 2019 cheated as well. There is, as of this point, no physical evidence to support the fact that they cheated. So the idea of booing players like Brantley or Cole or players who weren't on the Houston roster back in 2017 is a little bit silly, and I think people should do their research there. So I, I, I defend and believe Astros fans when they say that. Do I think personally that the Astros cheated in 2018 and 2019 and didn't get caught. I'm I'm still going to lean towards no because I'm a fax guy. I have some suspicions, but I'm not going to start rumors here. I'm not going to do that here. When it comes to investigations, this is a facts podcast. Now with that said, the response by the Astros, who apparently have have nobody in their PR department right now. They have they have nobody who's running that thing at all. Their their response has been abysmal. The apology was terrible, and I know people freak out about that, but to a certain extent, there's almost a part of me that appreciates it, because most of those guys aren't sorry, most of those guys don't care, they got their rings, and it's part of the reason why I do think that their their championship should be taken, because it doesn't seem like these guys are showing any remorse, but in a way, I would rather get genuine reaction than phony remorse. With that said, Correa and Bregman and some of these other guys who have come out and tried to defend their teammates, well, uh, understandable and somewhat admirable given the circumstance, comes across as completely tone deaf. You have not earned the right to play the victim at this point. Even if you're correct, even if you are right in the assumption that Altuve never used the trash can system, if you're right in the assumption that this team didn't cheat in 2018 and 2019, that's fine. Nobody wants to hear that right now. You haven't earned the right to defend yourself. You're the villains of baseball. And I don't want to see anybody getting hurt. I, I think some of the threats have been ridiculous. You've already heard Josh Reddick come out and say that people have threatened to kill his kid. That's insane. And those people are clearly not well adjusted and they're mentally ill. This is still a kid's game. It's it's a kid's game I take very seriously, but this is not life or death. But in terms of baseball and defending themselves from a from a baseball standpoint, no one wants to hear you complain. You stole a World Series. It's going to be a few years before anyone wants to hear you defend yourselves. Now, you've seen a bunch of players on opposing teams come out and be critical of Houston. Mike Clevenger, obviously, Trevor Bauer, Tim Anderson, and the biggest probably being Cody Bellinger, who was on the Dodgers team that lost to Houston in the 2017 World Series. One of the arguments that I think is completely tone deaf is the idea that because Cody Bellinger hit, what was it, 143 in that seven-game World Series in 2017, he has not earned the right to speak up about this. And because the Dodgers choked at home, they haven't earned the right to defend themselves in this situation. That's completely missing the point. And in all honesty, look, yeah, he struggled a lot. He struck out a ton in that series. He also, in game five, had a three run home run that put them up seven to four in what turned out to be the craziest game ever. If this was an Astros team that wasn't cheating, that he could he could be looked at as the hero of that series because of that one hit. So it is fair to acknowledge the fact that the Dodgers have come up short consistently and they lost two games at home in that World Series, Game 2 and Game 7. That's all fair. But the idea that Cody Bellinger can't complain because he struggled is a garbage notion. He's sticking up for the guys who haven't spoke. He's sticking up for the guys who had rings taken off of their finger. Clayton Kershaw should be shouting from the rooftops about this whole thing. He should be suing the Houston Astros for ruining his legacy. What's the one thing about Clayton Kershaw that everybody says? What The greatest regular season pitcher of a generation and a dud in the postseason. But let me read off what Clayton Kershaw did in his first four starts of the 2017 postseason. 3-0 in four starts. 296 ERA, 24 and a third innings, 27 strikeouts, including a seven inning, one earned run gem with 11 strikeouts in game one of the World Series. In game five, in a 2 2 series, a legacy defining game and a legacy defining series, pitched a dud. Four and two thirds, four hits, six earned runs, three walks, two strikeouts. Clayton Kershaw could have changed his entire legacy with that start. He threw 52 off-speed pitches in that game. The Astros didn't swing and miss at one because they were banging trash cans in the dugout. If Kershaw goes out and twirls a gem in Game 5 and the Dodgers win that game and then presumably win Game 6, which they did at home, he is no longer looked at as the guy who could never win the big one, as the guy who could never get it done in October. He's looked at as the guy who is quite possibly a top-five pitcher Ever, ever in the game of baseball. And that was ripped away from him. And the last point I want to make, and this is the point that breaks my heart the most. This is the most frustrating element to all of this. I truly believe, in my heart of hearts, the Houston Astros didn't have to cheat. I believe in that system, in that team, in that roster, I believe they were good enough to win the World Series in 2017 with the roster that they had. And it's it's a shame that they got greedy. It's a shame that they felt the need to cheat. And who's to blame for all this? Whether it be Luna or Beltron or Cora, whoever. I think in general, as bad as it is, in my opinion, that their World Series was never taken away, I think the public shame that has come with this apology tour or shame tour, whatever you want to call it, will get to these players eventually. When it's time for Jose Altuve's Hall of Fame candidacy to be put into question, this will be a major talking point. And it's going to be the same for Springer, Bregman, Correa, and all these guys. And yes, the Astros have had some great pitching that's helped them out as well, which goes back to my final point. I still believe they didn't have to do what they did, and it's the most frustrating part of all of this. It, It really, really is. And I I think probably a lot of these guys don't realize the impact of what's happened here. But one day down the line, I think it will hit them. And 2020 is going to be an extremely telling year for the Houston Astros. Let's say, hypothetically, they go out and they win a World Series this year. It will vindicate them for 2020. And while I still think they should have their title taken away, it will vindicate them for 2017 as well. This is still a remarkably talented team. So if there's anyone out there who thinks, oh, they're not cheating anymore, they're going to suck, that is 1 million percent untrue. This is one of the top five most talented teams in baseball. Last year, with a team that, up to this point, was believed to not have been cheating, they won 107 games. They are going to win a whole lot of baseball games this year, and it's going to make a lot of people really angry. And as somebody who's a content guy, I can't help but admit that it is going to make for a lot of really fun, really angry baseball this season. So that's where I'm going to leave it. I'm sure this is going to leave a a lot of discussion for a lot of people, especially any Astros fans who listen to this. So you're welcome to have any questions. We're doing the mailbag tomorrow. So, if you want to send mailbag questions, you can send those to this Tigers lockdown account that's locked on Tigers. On Twitter at Locked On Tigers. You can send questions to this show's Gmail account. That's lockedontigers at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on my personal Twitter. That's at Castellani2014. That's at C A S T E L L A N I 2014. We are available on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. You can go there. Please leave a positive review, though I'm sure that <laughs> there might be some Astros fans who are going to listen to this and not want to leave a positive review. But you know what? Your feedback is always welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Friday mailbag tomorrow. So please send in your questions. Show me what you've got. I appreciate it all. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers.